From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. We're on air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. So did you decide, are you going to rent out your house on Airbnb? Did you get permission from your landlord, Tanya, for the Super Bowl? No, I haven't decided. I don't know really when I'm going to actually decide, but I don't think I'm going to ask my landlord. I think I'm going to ask for forgiveness, not permission. Ooh, I love that. I agree with you. I don't think so when it comes to that. What if, and this is your home. Well, you should at least look over your uh, lease. And yeah, you, see, don't, like, what you the... don't want to break your agreement. You could oh, be in violation. Could evict you. Oh. Yeah, yeah it could get serious. Just glance at it. Okay. Well, I did think about maybe possibly renting it to a somebody that I know. So it's not some stranger on Airbnb, oh, but it's somebody that I know coming in from out of town. I still I think, think you have fine. to check your, no, I don't think so. If you're, uh-huh. your agreement's probably pretty ironclad. No, I think it's fine if it's not more than like three days or something. Because you can like have, it's like some house city. Ryan's What's the difference? Concerned, so just check your agreement and give him peace of mind because he won't be able to sleep. I will I not sleep. That. I just woke up and I won't be able to sleep. Okay. So the next okay. wordle. I, but I just, anything that has to deal with the contract, you should go look at it before you make a move. It is your home we're talking about. And I, things take, make me, you don't own it. So, and you have a landlord. It makes me think there might be a violation. Right. Anyway, good morning, sis. How are you toilet, doing? You know, yeah, you're right. Maybe she wants to secretly get evicted so then she can move in with Rob. So <laughs> yeah, it's I'm all like, a big nah. plan. <laughs> then you can move. Do you, will you move in with your boyfriend? No, uh, I think I want to be engaged before I move in. Yes. So when will you move in? Don't know. But you know something. Just like sand through the hourglass, so are the days. These of our are lives. the days of our lives. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know, but I think um, I think that's kind of where my head's at. I used to kind of be the opposite, where I was like, I want to live together before I get engaged, and I think I've recently kind of switched my. My uh, opinion on that. Mm-hmm. My advice, just make sure, you, and I know this is controversial, but make sure you spend enough back-to-back-to-back time in the same place to really see how that goes. Here's the thing. We do. We spend all of our time together. I basically li- I basically live there, but I, I like that I have my own place that is my own place. That, this you know is what, what Michael and I did, and it was great. Like He basically lived at my condo like all the time, but he still had his place until we were engaged. And Tanya, walk me through it. So you're there all the time. Who gets up first? Well, me. And he stays asleep? Yeah. So basically when I get up, I, I get up to, to, to go to work and I just, I take the dog out to pee, bring her back up to sleep and then I leave. And what about in the afternoon? Uh, it depends on the day, depends on what other work commitment I have, but I'll stay here at my place until I'm done with work and then I'll go back over there and we'll have dinner. And walk me through that. What time is dinner? Usually five, five thirty. Okay. Same for all of us. And do Mm -hmm. you guys order in or you cook? Depending on the day, we've started doing taco Tuesday every day where we do tacos at home. Um, sometimes we'll order in. What is the shell? What is the shell of the taco? Um, it is, uh, siete, um, almond flour. We do the heart, the almond flour soft ones, and the so hard good. shell tacos. Mm. So good. Oh, it's like we just moved in with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it depends on the day. All right, Naomi. Good morning. It's one hundred two point seven Kiss FM in Santa Ana this hey, morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? We're doing well, thank you. I know you're calling in the wake of the news that Patty's decided to take on the next chapter of her life. 
Yes, uh, I did literally. Like I was crying along with you guys. <laughs> my, yeah. I have a 14-year-old daughter and a, and a seven-year-old daughter that were with me in the car, and just explaining to them how, you know, how to them, you know, hearing Patty in the morning there along with everyone else, it was normal, you know, quote unquote, when I didn't have that growing up. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's amazing that, that uh you know that they had, you know, Patty to relate to. It's not just them hearing stories from me. It's you know, it's actually because, you know, whatever mom says, it's not always, you know, <laughs> true or we exaggerate. Right, right. But, but just having having Patty be there and represent what it is, you know, to grow up as a Mexican-American and the experiences. And, you know, it, it's just it's it's she's a great role, role model to my girls. And it's, you know, and and uh, it's just going to she's become part of our routine as well. This was just Thank like you, you so and Susanie and Tanya, you know. Mm-hmm. And so just Patty, thank you so much for forgive me my girls you know the the example like you said the dreams as long as you you have the you know the backbone to to stand up whenever someone wants to put you down and, and the ganas and the ganas, the ganas, mm-hmm. ganas. The, the, yeah that they can do it and and thank you so much you know for for doing that and i'm sure it's not just for my my girls I'm sure it's, you know, for countless girls in Southern California and, you know, wherever Kiss FM is listened in, you know, thank you. There's, there's no, there's no other words. Thank Thank you you so much for, for connecting with Mm -hmm. us and reaching out. And, uh, you know, I'm just in here thinking that someday we'll have Patty back on the show as a guest to promote her movie or her TV show or her restaurant (laughs) or or crypto business, whatever it is. Uh, Yeah. I still don't understand the crypto part. (laughs) But that'll be that'll be a fun fun day. Well, thank you, Naomi, for listening, and you take good care. All right. Thank you. And one more thing, Ryan. I'm sorry if I can say thank you. You 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 think this is funny? My uh, we we live in South Orange County, but my girls go to school in Santa Ana, and I work here. But um, so I had to wake them up really early. So I I was waking up my seven year old at six o'clock, and then she she just didn't want to get up. And I said, No, you have to go to school. You know, this way you can go to college and get a good job. She's like, no, I don't want to go to school. I said, well, how are you going to pay your bills when you grow up? And she says, well, I'm going to call Ryan. <laughs> I listen, not, not, nothing like planting that seed in the youth of, of, of this city. Yes. Right? <laughs> hey, it was a good response. She's right. That's funny. That's really cute. Well, you take care and, and tell her that you told me that. <laughs> we'll, I will. We'll be, we'll be here so ready to go. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course, Amy. <laughs> Bye-bye. So 90% of the issues you have with your devices can be solved by rebooting them. Tubbs, you figure out that solution? Yeah, I just rebooted it. So am I good? You need... <laughs> no. Do you need this? Oh, I do need that. Yeah, you can't, you can't reboot it without the phone in your hand. I mean, see, that's when he's just spinning things over there. I love how he just tells you stuff. To somehow. Like, be quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rebooted it. Somehow <laughs> on my homepage, I erased WhatsApp, and I can't get it back into my screen. So I'm having to go into Google and then into open and then into WhatsApp. Why don't you just re-download it? Guys, with your quick solutions, okay? Yeah, you think Ryan knows how to do that? You don't know how to go to the app store? Well, I've been on the air. I've been on the air, so I couldn't do all that. I know how to do that. Anyway, I love that Tubbs just told you he rebooted something. But I'm like, you didn't reboot. I'm holding it. I'm holding my phone. (laughs) Anyway, if you reboot them regularly, your phones, you can avoid issues. Like uh, smartphones and tablets once a week, desktops okay. and laptops only when new software is installed, Wi-Fi routers once a month. 
I don't do any of that. Never do that. No. Never do that. Smart watch is only if you have an issue. Ah. So there you have it. Those are but things you should put in your check. The smartphones and tablets, desktop laptops, Wi-Fi routers, and smart watches. Today's quote, time comes to those who make it, not those who try to find it. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So let's get the Wednesday morning headlines. Sisney, what do you have? Well, today marks the two-year anniversary of the tragic helicopter crash, which claimed the lives of Lakers legend Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven others. I think we'll all remember where we were when we heard that horrific news. California showed signs it turned the corner on the Omicron wave of the coronavirus pandemic, with infection rates falling and hospitalizations well short of the overwhelming overflow officials feared a few weeks ago. Positivity rates are down 15% from earlier this month, and the state's projection model shows that the number of hospitalizations falling by half to less than 7,700 in another month. Now, Twitter has banned at Wordle Nader, a bot that replied to people's Wordle posts with rude messages that include spoilers for the next day's game. The account's spoilers appear to be accurate, and the key is easily accessible, I guess, in the game's coding, so it's not necessarily a surprise, which could end up ruining the game for anyone who sees them. For anyone who's managed to avoid it, Wordle is a game where you get six chances to guess a five-letter word each day. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Lin-Manuel Miranda, Encanto, massive, massive hit. And the soundtrack's like breaking records. The soundtrack is so good. We'll talk to Lin-Manuel Miranda in a little bit. Veronica's in Whittier this morning. Veronica, how are you? Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning. I am great, thank you. So how can we help you? So I heard you guys talking about the number one tacos, and I thought I'd call because I have tried Avila's El Ranchito in Huntington Park, and I just love going there. I've been going there a little over 10 years, and I would have to say it's a family-oriented restaurant, and it's just amazing, and their location in Laguna Beach. If you get lucky, you get the ocean view, and after eating some tacos and their delicious plates that they have there, you can just walk down the beach. So this was the name of the place that was at the top of the list when we rattled off the list? Mm-hmm. Yes. What was? Remind me, what was it? Avila's El Ranchito. And why, in your view, why are their tacos so good? Uh, it's just the combination of, I mean, they're pretty filling. They're really good. It's just the taste. You know, you just don't find that almost anywhere. So rent.com put this list out. And look, the taco conversations in Southern California are legendary, right? Mm-hmm. And bragging rights are yeah. legendary. And so rent.com put together a list yeah. of the top states in America for tacos and then the best city in each state for tacos. Now, number three was Florida. Number two is Texas. Makes sense. And number one was California. The That's best right. city for tacos in California, Huntington Park. And on that list, Avias Aranchito is one you were talking about. Apparently, their shredded beef tacos are something to write home about. Right. There's one in Seal yes. Beach, too, I think. I've been there. Yes. I How have many- not been into all their locations, but they have, I um, want to say, over five locations, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. How many tacos do you normally eat 
when you're I'm a small person, so at the most, call it a good day, I will eat three because they yeah. are filling. <laughs> and they're not too big, not huge. Yeah. Uh, are there any other taco restaurants near you that you'd recommend? I have tried El Gallo Hito, which they're really good. And there's a new place that I just tried. Uh, I have been going recently, once a week maybe, and they are by Olympic and Atlantic. And what's that place and called? Do you those know? Are, it's called Tacos Al Cabron. Okay. This is all good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this, yes. is, this is just what I need to start the day. Taco conversations. Now I have so many hours until yes. Wordle and Tacos. Uh, all right. Well, hey, Veronica, thank you so much for calling in from Whittier. We appreciate the feedback. It's nice to know that when we talk about some of this stuff, it's legit. <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah. it is. It is. You take good care. <laughs> Checks out. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. What did she say, though? The, the last restaurant was called Penny? Tacos al Cabron. And what does that mean? It means, eh, it depends how you say it. But in this case, it means badass tacos. Great. Well, so they've got. <laughs> <laughs> They're making a statement, basically, right? Yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. On this Wednesday, it is our uh, routine checkup on 23-week-old baby Savea. What a strange concept. Just like so many people, and I know it's been said before, you have raised your babies per, like mostly in a pandemic. I know. Isn't that insane? Like mostly, the majority of their one their whole life, yes. and at least half, if not right, or the majority yeah. is pandemic. Because mm-hmm. the twins were only a year and a half when we got into the pandemic. They celebrated their second birthday in the, the complete lockdown of 2020, and then so on and so on. So they actually think yeah. you work at home. They don't know any <laughs> other life besides me coming to work here in the little side studio. Yeah, I know. And anytime right, I so, leave the house, really, like if they see me put on a jacket, they're like, where are you going? Like, yeah, it's not that's what Georgia does. Wow. Uh, Save is 23. So, okay, so bring us, bring us up to speed. What's new this week? Yeah, she's 23 weeks old. Um, this week she went on her first hike. We went a few days ago on Sunday. Aww. There's this little trail right by our house, and it's not like a big hike. It's just like small, but it does overlook the valley, and it's really beautiful. And the twins actually held their own, too. They walked the whole way. And Michael carried Savea in like the berry, the baby. What, what do the twins' hiking shoes look like? We don't have hiking shoes, so it wasn't like I, I just put little high tops on, like high top sneakers. It's so cute. Yeah, I, I got there? Flora, who she didn't really get excited. All she cares about is toys. But I got her thinking it was going to be so exciting. And imagine the surprise on mm-hmm. not her face when she yeah. opened UGG boots. I got her these pink um, UGGs, which oh. I thought were so cool. But I think for kids that age, it's all toys. But give her like, honestly, give her like six more months because Aza was the same way. And now she loves clothes and like understands style and boots and okay. shoes and all that. So, yeah, she'll grow into it for sure. All right. So for any moms listening, any good tips that you've come up with? I was thinking about this one and I'm trying really hard to change the way that I parent. Um, and that being like, I'm trying to yell less. I grew Oof, up. Good luck. I know. I grew up. <laughs> with my mom always yelling at us. And so to me, it's just like normal. Like, I don't know, she just was always yelling, pick up your shoes, blah, 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 like whatever it is, right? And like, I find myself that I get frustrated and I, I that's like my first go-to is to yell, but it just, it never works. They don't take me seriously or whatever it is. So I've, I've been reading some books that are like, kind of like changing my mindset. 
And this is, I mean, I'm in week one of this. So I, it's just like, I take a breath, I take a moment, I get down on their level. I ask them what's bothering them. And you just, it takes longer, but I think it'll be beneficial in the end. I love that because I, people yell scare me. Like I get scared <laughs> when people yell. Right. Yeah. And not that, like your mom yelling wasn't because she was uh, scary. It just was no. what, what she would do to get her attention. Right. It's the cycle. It's like, that's how she was raised. And so that's how I'm raised. Right. I'm just trying to break that cycle. If I can, you know, let's see. Okay. Well, how, do you give us the A's a max and update? <laughs> I, like the only thing I could think of is that they're challenging. Like they're going to be four years old in May. They're challenging they're everything. They're, they challenge you. They challenge each other. They're constantly fighting. I have to separate them. Like when they're alone, they do so much better. If I take one of them with me to the grocery store real quick, it's like a dream. It's like a perfect child. But when they're together, it's like constant fighting. But then you take them apart and then they complain of how they miss each other. So, Isn't that what twins do? I right? know. Like they totally. pick on each other. They have fun with each other. They, 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 they wind each other up. And that's just the way it is. Like they can't be together, but they can't be apart. It's really fascinating. That's interesting. It. I know. And about this is the template that we fill out every Wednesday called Whoa Baby Wednesday. Mm -hmm. The final question is, are there any real moments that you can share? I think all mothers can relate to this one. Um, Aza saw my tampons in my bathroom and mm -hmm. asked me why I have candy by the toilet. Oh. Well, the wrapper, right? Yeah, I guess when you look at it, they look like little candies or something. Right. And so... I just told her they're not candy. There's something that mommy uses sometimes when she goes to the bathroom. And then I just like kind of panicked and changed the subject. But I just oh, I did I would not get into that it. that question. <laughs> oh, Give her no. my number. Not, not at three years old. I can't <laughs> properly describe that to a three-year-old yet. I was like, well, wait. Isn't it too soon yet? I mean, it's probably. But at the right time, Tanya, you're welcome to go over, I'm yeah, sure. You can come and have I'm, the talk with her if you want. I'd love to show her how to use it. I would love nothing more. Ah, that would really make no, me you can't do that with our daughter. Yes, I can. It's Sisney's. <laughs> I wish somebody did that for me. I'll show her how to use it, Tanya. It's good. I got it. Oh, Thanks. okay, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your excitement was a lot for that one. Yeah, it's really hands-on. Scary. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Lynn Manuel Miranda joining us. There he is. Hello. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Not on the red carpet. <laughs> yes, I'm not. We're we're remotely working from home yeah. uh, for the next Same couple here. of weeks. Yeah. You, you seem yeah. to be quite productive in your home. <laughs> yeah, I get stuff done. Good things come out of that place. Uh, great to see you. So you are, do you, when you create your magic, do you do it in the comfort of an office? You do it in your apartment? Where do you like to find that sort of? Yeah, magic? I have an I have an office that's just sort of, separate from the rest of my house but it's a pretty open door policy with my kids they they barge in here all the time they're at school otherwise they already would have jumped in twice. um but yeah um i work at home and and kanto we are playing this massive song from the soundtrack and i want to talk about the movie as well but it's just so cool to see this track being played on top 40 radio stations across the country 
we love when an ensemble number is a hit. Right. <laughs> that almost <laughs> never happens. You know, when I when I was writing this, I was thinking of it as, even though it's a movie, I was thinking of it, this is like the end of act one number, like right. where you get to hear everyone's sort of different little solos. It was a way to give solos to characters that don't get their own songs. Uh, and then they you smash it all together and they sing together mm-hmm. uh, at the end. And it's really exciting. You see that in Les Mis. We do it at the end of act one of Hamilton. You see it in Rent. And the fact that this is the song that has blown up is has been a really wonderful, surprise we don't talk about bruno it's breaking records and became the highest charting song from a disney animated movie in 26 years incredible which is remarkable how how did the how, how do you write the music and also the the, the dialogue with, with a movie like this well, I don't write the dialogue, but what I do is raise my hand and call dibs on the sections <laughs> I think should be songs. Um, right. And cool. from the beginning, from the beginning with this, we knew that the challenge we wanted to tackle was like a three generation Latino family all under one roof. And so many times in the story process, it gets simplified and characters go away. And we were like, no. Let's just try to get as many as we can in and as much complexity as we can. Um, and so this song was a big part of that, actually. Like the opening number was my my way of saying, like, as long as we establish who everyone is and right. how they're related, like, then we'll we go on up. the ride. Well, and how, then this was. Yeah, go ahead. How, how does how does Colombia as a, as a region, as a culture impact and influence the music? Oh, in every in every sense, you know, we we went down there in 2018. We did a research trip where we went to the cities and we went to the countryside and we just listened to music at every stop. And I, what was exciting to me about Colombia was the diversity of the music. That's what I knew as as sort of a beginner to Colombian music going in. I knew right. Shakira's rock songs. I knew J Balvin, Juanes. Right. But like, again, that's many different genres of music already coming out of this Mm -hmm. one country. And so I knew it would be a chance to write lots of different styles and have them all be uh, authentically Colombian sounding. Well, I think Aza has taken a liking to some of this music, Sissini. (laughs) My daughter. Yes. Yeah, she, we have a little uh, performance that she's um, she's presenting you now. She doesn't know all the Fantastic. words yet, but she's got the she's got the beat down. Okay, here we go. Sister, sister, older, if we know the heavy things we can't shoulder. Who am I? I can't move with the ball all on. If I fall, that's fantastic thank you that's my favorite she's, too she's three years old and this is their favorite i have three-year-old twins and this is their favorite movie i'm just congratulations wow what a hit you oh well that means the world to me you know i have i have the best beta testers in the world and my son was three when i was writing this so if he right. was going tick 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 i was like all right it works, it works. <laughs> keep it. check that box well i mean <laughs> that song is surface pressure really struck a chord i think with families eldest daughters they reacted to that in a way yeah. where they felt like i think they say they felt seen yeah yeah absolutely and i i totally wrote that thinking of my older sister my sister is six years older I know she had it harder <laughs> than me. Yeah. I know as a parent, we make mistakes with the oldest kid that we then try to correct with the next kid. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just a rougher ride. Uh, so it was sort of my apology letter to my sister and my like, I see you. I see what you went through and I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I wrote this for you. Oh my yeah. God. Well, hey, before, before we go, I want to tell people Disney's Encanto is now available on Disney Plus and the soundtrack available everywhere. And also congratulations on Oscar buzz for you. I, I 
we we see each other often on the red carpet, but uh, there there are a couple of paths it looks like you may be pursuing there. So good luck. Thanks. Yeah, you always hope to get invited to the big prom. Yeah. <laughs> good to see you. Take good care of yourself. Good right? to see you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for playing the song. You got it. Bye bye. What a super, not only yeah, super talented, yeah. but you, you know when you meet people who ooze good spirit? The yes, man oozes yeah. such great spirit, right? Great you can way just to describe tell. it. Mm-hmm. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest with you. Good morning. Thank you for listening to us. Sunny with highs in the mid-70s on this Wednesday. Hoda is on the line. Hi. Hoda, good morning. How are you doing in Los Angeles? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thanks so much for talking to me. I love you guys. Of course. We talk for a living, so we're happy to do it. <laughs> uh, all right. It says here you're a clinical dietitian at UCLA. Yes. Okay. Tell me more. So I was just listening to you the other day talk about um, some COVID foods that you um, – had us morning hacks, such as dairy products, such as yogurt and ice cream. I just wanted to offer some counter information based off some things that I've done research on and just my experience in this. Yeah, absolutely. And so what, what we heard and what mm-hmm. we read, and we are just the messenger, was that yogurt, ice cream, and spaghetti bolognese, not spaghetti, but spaghetti bolognese, <laughs> like, huh? well, it depends on what part of Italy you're from. Uh, the best foods to eat if you get COVID are, are those three. Is, is there any validity to that? Um, I personally would counter all of those. And okay, the let's do it. That is, let's have some. <laughs> so basically with dairy, um, it actually increases systemic inflammation. Every time you consume dairy, you are consuming a pro-inflammatory food. So given that COVID is already a pro-inflammatory virus, why would you want to increase the inflammation? So I actually recommend people to stay away from dairy when they are going through COVID and trying to reduce their symptoms and also to reduce uh, simple carbs and sugars, such as the spaghetti. Because uh, when you do consume simple carbs and sugar, you're actually decreasing your natural ability for your body to fight uh, with immunity. So lowering your immunity doesn't help in this issue, it's this process either. So it actually increases the, the issue of COVID more. Um, and this has all been done with so many studies that I've seen. So it's best that you avoid that. Um, so dairy, that, yeah. dairy inflammation, ice cream, sugar, mm-hmm. and spaghetti are carbohydrates. Exactly. So it's, it's a simple carb. It's not even a complex carb. So it's a simple carbs that you really want to stay away from. What makes a carb complex yeah. versus simple? Um, so basically just the added fiber in there and makes it more of a complex carb. So if you eat whole grains, oats, um, foods in their natural form, they're actually a complex carb. Uh, when they've been refined and processed, they become a simple mm. carb. Do you know, I find with both dairy and sugar, if I don't have it, I don't miss it. When I do have it, I love it. <laughs> and I don't feel good afterwards. You don't feel afterwards right, and then yeah. you crave it again. I just, well, it does have addictive properties, uh, just because that's just how the mind works when you consume yeah. too much simple sugars. Is it easier for the human body to digest sheep's milk or sheep's cheese and goat's cheese versus cow? 
Uh, so the smaller the animal is, the easier it is for us to digest their milk. Um, so oh. definitely not cow's milk. Uh, so yeah, doesn't so the cow have milk. six stomachs? <laughs> yes. but, uh, for us, Where did you learn that? <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting, all the studies with the enzymes that the animals possess in their milk and how it is for us to process them. But I don't, uh, you know, really push dairy on most people anyway, just because it's yeah. a pro-inflammatory food. I, I, listen, I yeah. a cow's stomach. A cows technically only have one stomach, but it has four distinct compartments made of blah, 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 I can't pronounce. It is a very different than a human stomach. I don't know. Yeah. That's uh, a lot of stomach. Did you learn this on Yellowstone? <laughs> yeah. You know, Yellowstone has me Googling all kinds the of cows. stuff. I didn't know about mm-hmm. that. I didn't know much about the livestock agency carrying yeah. guns. Anyway, we digress. Oda, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate you calling. Thank Good you. insight. Sure. Yeah. And free challenges anytime. Days. It's probably pretty easy. That makes sense, though. When I had COVID, I was eating really clean and, like, a lot of green juices and all of that. I feel like the nutrients really helped me recover quickly. Well, the body can digest certain things. Everybody's different, but the body can digest certain things easier than others, and mm-hmm. those are good examples. Uh, I got to watch 1883 next, speaking of Yellowstone. I've not done Oh, my that. gosh. You can come over and watch it with Michael because he wants to watch it. And I was like, this looks, like, not the jam. But did you watch Yellowstone? <laughs> So we're getting into Yellowstone, and he said that basically, yes, this is like another. If you like Yellowstone, you're going to like this one. And I just, it looks really boring. Uh, so go ahead and start it and let me know what you think. Yeah, I'll get back to you. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Today, Ellen DeGeneres is celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday to Ellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, sunshine and beautiful temperatures. Knott's Berry Farm tickets and free money. Paying her bills. That's what's going down. That's what's going down. Um, you brought up, Tanya, a question yeah. for your trending report. And that was celebrities, can they really have private lives? Go on. Okay. So I had a like aha moment the other day. And I love when celebrity gossip really proves a point that I've been trying to express for a while. So here we go. Every time a new Hollywood couple comes out on the scene. It's always a big question of kind of, you know, they're a celebrity. They're bound to get their photos taken. You know, they were out to dinner. Of course, they're going to get their photos taken, yada, yada, yada. Well, I always say that celebrities have full control. If they want to keep their relationships private, they can do so. They know exactly mm. what they're doing. Okay, let's hear I this. would like this. Well, okay, you can challenge me after I give you this <laughs> report. So uh, this is an example of a couple that they were dating for over a year and we had no idea and it's Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. So the two of them have known each other for years. They started in two different movies together. One was in 2013 and the other one was in 2019. But again, the ticker, they've been dating for over a year and we're just now finding out about it because I don't know, there was some source that told people out. that they Yeah, but the source said they're both private people and the pandemic did kind of help the situation in terms of them just being more discreet. But a year and we didn't see one photo of them together we had no idea until now so it goes back to my theory that these couples that we see photographed all over know exactly what they're doing they want us to see them i think there is a there is a level of truth to that because there are some that call the photographers to take their pictures walking out Mm -hmm. of places 
Yeah, right? sure. They tip them off. Then there are others that do try to, you know, keep it private, which I also understand. But if Bill and Anna went, just want to go to Chili's in Thousand Oaks, I mean, they're at risk of having their picture taken, right? So it's not like they c- can control it. You know, they can, no, I think no. they can control can... exploiting it, but it's difficult to control it completely. I agree with you, but I just, I just feel like this really kind of proves a point, but I also was going to do a deep dive into kind of how I think they're going to do as a couple. And so I looked up their, like their, um, signs and Bill Hader's a Gemini. So I just kind of, I, I pivoted, I know, pivoted the report yeah. to a different angle. Well, run. Well, Away. Not necessarily. Why, Why? Why run? Geminis What's the problem? Are... What's wrong with Geminis? You can't generalize, so... guys. I, some of my best friends are Geminis. Yeah, they're, okay, they're but do they not? Have... They're great best friends. Why yeah. do y'all believe this stuff wholeheartedly? It's a guy. I don't. I do not <laughs> believe any do, of this. Hey, why don't we believe the sky is blue? Like, who told us that? You know what I mean? Like, come well, on. Well, you can Ooh, see that it's Patty, color exactly. blue. No, but how, no, how do but you know your that? blue could be my green. The sky's not blue. And sometimes it's gray, and sometimes it's black. And by the way, if you go up in it, it doesn't it's, it keep going. It's not blue when you get in there. Right, so it's Gemini's. I just think that <laughs> this is you so silly. You can't absolute anything, right? Yeah. Now, there are exceptions we, to the rule, but I'm just... We know that Anna Kendrick, we've had her... Look, we've seen her work, but we've also had her here in real life. Uh-huh. She's very funny. I mean, I think the two of them have a great fodder together. Great so. yeah, and Bill Hader, yes. I've always said that he, I remember when he was dating uh, Rachel Bilson a hot minute ago. They were dating for a little bit. Remember that? And I was like, she found a, a this guy is a good one. Wait, what? But they broke up and now he's dating Anna. So what sign her. were they? He was still a Gemini. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> Rachel Bilson is. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see if your theory's let's right or wrong now. on that breakup. Maybe they should have been together forever. All right, next, a four-pack of tickets to Knott's Berry Farm. Virgo. <laughs> Wait, can, can it's just like, a little more? <laughs> she knows nothing. Like, can't Excuse go by me, stuff. you. I know things. You can't go by it completely. Oh, yeah. can't. It's not a Bible. It's, like, generali- it's, like... it's generalizing individuals. Okay, let's see. 1-800-520-1027 here. Let me find Sean in Corona. Sean, good morning. How you doing, Sean? Hey, good morning, Ryan. I'm I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. How are you guys Dude, doing? I, great response. We're doing well. Thank you very much for asking. So you're calling uh, to wish Patty the best? Uh, yeah. So I don't know if you guys remember me. I uh, won the Ford Mustang in 2019. Um. Yeah, I, I met Tanya that day, Patty, and Sissy. Wait, do you remember going? I remember you. Did, did you do it in yeah. person, Tanya? Right? He yeah, came for sure. Yeah. He came he to did. Burbank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I still couldn't believe it. I kept looking back when you guys just walked away after you gave me the keys. Yeah. Um, I remember. But anyways, I was calling because uh, recently you guys lost John. Great guy. Uh, called talk to him all the time. And now Patty's leaving to go on and do great things. Just can't take no one else leaving this year. Um, so <laughs> it's, you guys have it's getting to changed. you. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You guys have changed my life. You changed others' lives. And just inspiration and motivation to continue to do better in the world. And I just want to thank you guys. And Patty, I know whatever you touch, it's going to blossom. Uh, you tried when I met you. And um, I felt 
the genuine genuine tears and chills after you gave me a hug that day. And I just know you're going to go on and be great. Thank you You so much. Sean, I think when you do something for a long time and you have a few people doing it on a regular basis, it, and if you do it for a while, it does create opportunity for people. You know, it, it creates choices for people. And you have a choice. You can keep doing it. Or if there's another door that's opening that's something you've always dreamt about or your heart just tells you it's a good thing to do, uh, it's great. And I think with John, it was that where he went to get a bigger role. And with Patty, it's yeah. this pursuit of things that she's been doing around this show that just feels like she needs to focus on. So it's mm-hmm. all good news. Yes. Yes, it is. It's great news. But just you guys have a great team, and I know you guys are all going to keep in touch. It's just now the only way us as fans and listeners can really keep in touch with everyone now is through social media, following you guys on your social media accounts. Because now it's hard trying to listen to John's show in the morning at the same time as yours. Well, you got to make well, a choice, well, Sean. you got to yeah. make a choice. That was the I whole mean, point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, the majority of your friends are over here. Yeah, I mean, we're okay? still the lion's share of the people that you really care for. I mean, let's you gotta, you gotta, We're you gotta, split you hairs. Time frame. you got to set up. you got to schedule. you got to have a schedule. And that's well, what John, I have. It, I mean, this, I'm up at midnight well, every day, so. Tell me. It's, hold uh, on for a second. You, I remember this whole story with you, but tell me about. The Ford. How is that going? Like, how's the vehicle? Uh, my wife doesn't want to let it go. <laughs> I, I set my promise. I gave it, like I said, I gave it to her. It's set until she got back from Kuwait off deployment. Right. And now she, yeah. it's, it's her baby. So. Well, Good I'm, for her. I'm, I'm glad she's yes. back. I'm glad she doesn't want to let you go or the car. So thank you very much for calling. You take care, I'm quite Sean. sure if she had a choice, it'd probably be me for the car. No, I'm <laughs> oh. You're a good man. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We're bringing Paris Hilton into the Zoom, who, since we have spoken, had a several a multi-day event which was her wedding. Congratulations again, Paris. That looked fun. It was so much fun. Like the most epic wedding ever. We rented out the Santa Monica Pier and through a neon carnival, we had Diplo thing. It was just lit. It was so much fun. You missed a good one. (laughs) I I know. Well, look, I hear that you too have missed several weddings over the years. Sisney and Tanya were talking that Mm -hmm. I think you said you've only been to your sisters and your weddings. I went to my sister's wedding and my brother's wedding. Your brother's wedding. I've yeah. been working so hard that I've always like had no time to go to my friend's weddings. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Ryan. No, I, I mean, many times I relate to it that so much of what I have to do outside of the regular work week falls into weekends. And I have had to miss things. Earlier in my life when I was pushing, I think, to a place where – um, I prioritize differently. I missed a lot of things I wish I had time to go to, you know? I can relate for sure. <laughs> so what's it like to be married? It feels amazing. I just feel so at home, so safe. I'm just so excited for this next phase in my life. There's so many different layers to what's happening in this phase in your life. Uh, I want to ask you about, you've got a couple podcasts. I want to ask you about 
the more serious one where you've been very outspoken when you went to D.C. to talk about the abuse that happened in your life, which I think many people were surprised to hear about, uh, even those who have been in your life for a long time. Tell me just a little bit about what what it was that that was the straw that broke the camel's back for you to be so outspoken and do that and what message you want to send through it. Um, Well, when I finally told my story, just to find out that it was still happening today, um, just broke my heart. I started doing so much research and looking into it. And there's hundreds of thousands of children being sent to these places, being abused. These are schools. uh, Yes, these are schools. Well, they call themselves schools. So that's why I have my new podcast called Trapped in Treatment, which is coming out on January 26, new episodes every Wednesday, because I really wanted a platform for the survivors to tell their stories because the world needs to know about this and this needs to stop. What was it like to say that in D.C.? Just being on Capitol Hill and speaking out for all the survivors and just making a huge difference. We've already changed laws in seven states, and I'm just so grateful to Senator Merkley and Representative Kana for supporting this and pushing legislation on this bill because it needs to happen. It's great that you are doing that and someone is shedding light on something that many people didn't know about. Uh, Sissy and I were just sort of talking about your Peacock show and the comedy that comes out of that. We... I. I I've always loved your mother, but she's a character. She's a real character. She is so funny. I love her so much. <laughs> Sissini, the yeah. I guess the wedding will be Paris in the finale, right? Yes, yeah. this Thursday on Peacock to right. our special. Will we see any, is there any intensity? Is there any stress? Like, what will we see? Everything. There was literally 50 cameras at this wedding, so they captured it all, the drama, the excitement, the fun, the tears, the laughter, all the amazing performances. It was definitely a one of a kind wedding. <laughs> Do you think you'll be the couple that renews your vows? Yes, we are already talking about that for sure. We cannot I'm like, wait I could answer that. that question for her. Yes, they <laughs> <will>. Obviously. <laughs> they, they celebrate month anniversaries. Like they're the cutest, most in love couple on the planet. Thank I mean, you. You know, Carter, I've also known independently from you, and we've sat together at different things, and he's such a he's such a smart guy, he's such a good guy. And where is he from originally? Where where he's from a little town outside Chicago that has like less than a thousand people. And when did he come to LA? <laughs> he came to LA fifteen years ago when I met and him. And why did it take you two why so long? Why why the two of you so long to meet? Ryan, you've known me forever. I was not ready to open my heart at all and wasn't ready for the nice guy yet. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> he's so sweet and he's very handsome. I mean, you've seen some of these photos and some of the images. He's very handsome. Well, tell him I said hello. Uh, you can yeah. listen to Paris's podcast. She's got <laughs> several. She's got uh, yeah. one trapped in treatment you just heard about. And this is Paris on iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, Paris and Love will show the wedding itself, episode streaming tomorrow. On Peacock. Thank yeah. you very much, Paris. Good to see you. Take care. You Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Breakthroughs for her, right? I mean, like the the things that she's talking about that are very serious, and also just the fun she's having in her own life. It's so good to see. Yeah, she said that opening up about everything that happened in her childhood changed it. really allowed her to now open up her heart to finally fall in love.
for the right reasons. Does she say she's never been in love? Uh, no, maybe not. Like maybe not that she's never been in love, but I'm just saying, like finding the one. Yeah, with the the nice one. Yeah, because she was engaged like two times before. They just were not the right. They were not I the just, right guy. It all runs together. So Super Bowl, our incredible stadium, Super Bowl coming to town, and halftime show not without drama. Sissy, give us some of the facts so we can understand this. I don't know, and maybe I'm biased, but I just feel like this year's halftime show is is destined to be one of the greatest halftime shows of all time. You have. Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Okay? I agree. Crazy. I know. So everybody is just so excited for this. People were just talking about the teaser video that they put out last week. And it was well, like, we're just you know, so it's interesting amped. because here in Southern California, in Los Angeles, is the home of and has been the home of all of these amazing artists. So exactly different from going to another city where the Super Bowl is in a place where some of these artists don't have their DNA, right? Where they, mm -hmm. they, they grew up and where they made themselves who they are. Right. Everybody wants to participate. There's no ego. I, and you would think that that would be the same thing with like all of the fans that they hire to be in the on the field with them because you know so when you watch happened? the super you, you know you watch the halftime show there's always like people like cheering on the ground they're running in they're dancing it's like you know they give the ambiance well what they do is they ask for volunteers to do this and it's usually like professional dancers even actors or you know I mean, i'm sure there's a lot of them here in los angeles they did this in san diego back in 2003 when the super bowl was there they came to san diego state i was walking to class and there was a little booth that said do you want to be in the halftime show and i stopped and I said, what does this mean? They're like, we need 500 extra more volunteers just to like be seat fillers, essentially, just like kind of like dance around. I did it happily. I got a Super Bowl T-shirt and a hat and they fed me Subway and I rehearsed for three days Wait, without pay. Right. Isn't the rehearsal like 12 hours for five days? So that's the issue here in in L.A. The, they're saying that they are not getting paid for 72 hours of nine day rehearsals and each day is like nine hour stretches. I read it's a that. lot of that. That's a load. That's a lot it's a of load. And I know that that they did ask for paid people because they were they were looking for people that were going to be able to actually set up the stage. And one of the requirements was that you had to be able to carry 50 pounds in order to yeah, like, I saw be that. a part of yeah, that. I read that. Right. And that they're paying $15 an hour. So I don't know where like this falls under. But um, this is starting to see the light because some artists and dancers are posting on their social media and complaining. So that's why it's kind of like made it to the media at this point. But what the choreographer is claiming, what they're saying, what was asked for is, would anyone like to volunteer for the field cast? Those were the words that were basically expressed. So I see both sides. Volunteer. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I see both no sides, but know what you're signing yeah. up for. Well, I think if is is the controversy that the volunteers are feeling that they're being worked too hard, or that other people are being paid and they're not. I don't know, but basically that the fact that they're not being paid. Well, but if you've I mean, just by definition, <laughs> if you know. if you choose to donate time, which is volunteering, then mm -hmm. you're signing up for that it seems to be look i thought when i wherever i saw the article first i thought yeah. wow that's a lot of rehearsal time you got to really have nothing to do to be able to commit to all of that and want to totally. do all of it but if you do you're volunteering your time so 
it seems like a tricky one. It is. I think it is. And I think these dancers are used to getting paid because who knows, like they're probably in like music videos or do other stuff that were like they actually legitimately right, But I'm get picturing paid. people like me showing up who don't normally get paid to dance. Uh, people that don't have yeah. this skill but just want to be a part of the halftime show to be part exactly. of the Exactly, or just like, want to go to the show. Yeah, and that's, and that's how my that's my mentality. Like, if I had the time to do this, I would do this in a heartbeat. Like, the difference is, I was 19 years old last time, and now I'm married with three kids, and there's no chance I have yeah, this amount of time well, on my all hands. All of those hours and all of those days is a huge commitment. You got to really want to do it to volunteer for that. Ah, but it is a once in a lifetime. Like, then you. Like, I don't know. Like, this is, like, so cool to me to be able to say that you were in the halftime show with Snoop Dogg. And Which Mary is why J. those who Dr. feel that Dre way should volunteer. <laughs> but it's not about cool anymore. I feel like since the pandemic, it's not about, like, what's cool. It's just, like, let's. What time is money? money. Let's, like, la- yeah. live our life. Yeah. I still 50 cool. minutes of nonstop kiss is next. I just wish they could cut the rehearsal time. I think it'd be cool to yeah. see it, like day before dress rehearsal and then do it mm-hmm. right right <laughs> on air with ryan seacrest wrapping it up for us not berry farm tickets every hour the morning hack watch your step tomorrow watch your step around people with these names we'll tell you about that also got another ryan's roses so make sure you're here have a good one thanks for listening to on air with ryan seacrest make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow